You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. We'll do it live. I feel like we start every episode by doing that. Lord, we do. We, we just go back to the same bag every week. Straw. We have no. Ooh, Dude, here's do you, whiskey. Do you have a straw? You know where you get a smoothie around here? I really like a smoothie. <laughs> have you seen that movie? Um, no, I haven't. It's the not Lake even Bell a movie. movie. No, no, no. In oh a, my god, he totally. Oh, a in a world. In a world. In a world with Lake Bell. Yeah, yeah, we got I've straws. seen that. It's a great. It's movie. a fucking awesome movie, isn't it? Lake Bell's the shit. You know what else I like? Uh-huh. Lake Bell in. Hmm. Uh, isn't that the movie Jeez with the nuts. giant with the giant a- alligator with Betty White, Lake Jeez Bell? Nuts. <laughs> you son of a bitch! It is called Lake Bell, isn't it? No, it's no. called Lake Placid. Lake Placid. Placid. Oh, uh, they had the Olympics like there. That. Shit! Forget about that. <laughs> I Keep on drinking. I can't Keep talk on to you drinking. This get- is the Editing Bay on the Next Wave Radio Network. Oh. My name's Joe. I'm Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes they're bad. You know what? Oftentimes they're bad movies. Almost exclusively. <laughs> Sometimes they're movies that just aren't given their proper due. And what we do is we'll watch them and then we bring them here to our forum. And that is where we will talk amongst ourselves and then also with you, our lovely Editing Bay listeners. Uh, tonight we have a special guest. Hillary is joining us. Hi. Hello. <laughs> Uh, Hillary is also on a podcast here in DFW uh, called Boomstick, right? Well, it's the Multimedia Men podcast on occasion, but I actually write for Boomstick Comics. Okay, you write for Boomstick Comics. That's right. Uh, what was I'm the name of the podcast again? The Multimedia Men and Sometimes Women. But uh, I'm actually their resident fangirl here awesome. in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Okay, mm-hmm. and and that's on iTunes? It is. It is on iTunes. Cool. Do you guys have a website, too, you could uh www. Dot boomstickcomics.com. Excellent. Wow. Not your first time at the rodeo, Hillary. It is You've not. done that before. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have been to the rodeo. <laughs> I saw Duran Duran there. <laughs> so sorry. I was using it as a metaphor, Her but I like that too. No, I was literal. And she dances on the sand. <laughs> I totally wore my Duran Duran shirt to the Romeo and Michelle quote along last week. I'm so jealous. I wanted to go to that so Me badly. I Did you see this week? It's the week of Bruce Willis. I know. Uh, they're doing Die Hard 2 and Die Hard 3 I, the night we're moving. I saw that and I was like, oh, Joe must be going to that for sure, of course, because no. that has him Joe written all over it. Joe loves Die Hard. I love Die uh, Hard. Yes. I'm Captain Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much, like, I've I've written the dude over there at Draft House like three or four times to be like, can we do something with you? Because um, I would Jim love to. Jim Swallace, <laughs> I love you, and I love, He's that's like, what you say to him? I, I, no, I, I, haven't, I haven't said that. I have not <laughs> okay, said that. Good. I've just been like, hey, dude, uh, been down there and kind of dig what you do. Uh Hopefully we can work with you sometime. And, you know, rightfully, he's been like, delete. <laughs> uh, delete. So uh, so we brought Hillary in because, like she said, she writes for comics, a uh, mm-hmm. comics blog. Uh, and we are talking about a movie that's based on a comic strip. <gasps> no. Oh, is it, Joe? I, I didn't notice that. You didn't oh notice? God. Is this? I just this... thought it was like your run-of-the-mill Hollywood movie. <laughs> that was made in 1995 yeah, based like... on a comic. Oh, my God. Just like every other movie that was made in 95, uh, Judge Dredd, mm. and I'm going to throw the mask in here as well, even though that was a 94 movie. Okay, I'll give you that. Uh, I'm also going to throw Mallrats in here, <gasps> because that was Said also made in 95. All right. This movie opens, just like those, with a comic booky opening, and like, you know, kind of the, you know, that alt-rock kind of uh, jam session going oh, yeah. on, with, with panels and stuff kind of flying out of nowhere, and boom, story opens, and it's kind of all over the damn place. A little bit. The movie we're talking about is Tank Girl. That's right. Starring Lori Petty from, what'd you say, 95? And, uh, it is. It's from 1995. back down. <laughs> no, uh, no relation to Tom Petty. No relation no. to Tom Petty. Um, Although they kind of look alike. Both, both very spindly, wiry. Wow. Yeah, lanky. That's kind of she rude. She did not age well, though. Not, oh, really? No, she hasn't. No, I haven't seen her recently. Has. She hasn't aged well. You know who did age well? Her co-star. Malcolm McDowell. No, not, not him. <laughs> Ice-T. He, he was about to go, oh, you were going to say Ice-T? Um, no, I'm going Naomi. <laughs> 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 You're burying the lead. Naomi Watts oh, is in Naomi this movie. Watts. Naomi Watts looks fantastic she now. Does. The she most does. Australian she, she's ever been in a she movie. She looked fantastic, like... After like twenty minutes into the movie, she started to like you know they they did a good job with kind of like Velma ing her up right, and then like you know she kind of 
fell into her own and got like really comfortable with being Jet Girl. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was cool seeing the transformation yeah. of that character. All you got to do is put glasses on a hot chick and they're nerdy, and then you just take the glasses off and she shakes her hair out, and Joel, all of a sudden she's a welcome fucking fox. to 1995. I know, right? I don't know. There's a scene where she's wearing clear pants in there too. It's pretty hot. <laughs> also true. Pretty excellent. So before we get into the story of this movie, it's based, like I said, on a comic strip uh, out of the UK. Uh, that used to run in a, a magazine called Deadline. Ooh, and Hillary has an go. issue right here. She's, she's showing off. She's got the uh, what we like to call the graphic novel. Um, Deadline was a magazine that was started by Steve Dillon, who was one of the minds behind 2000 AD, which was where you used to find Judge Dredd, uh, uh, yes. you know, the, all the serialized comic strips out of the UK. And Tank Girl was very much like Judge Dredd, where it was kind of all about like anarchy and kind of post-apocalyptic society. But this kind of spoke, you know, less to like the, the angry, violent society. And this was just kind of like more of a an anarchic, you know, disorderly kind of uh, yeah. dystopia and just like a big a big middle finger, you know, to to order. And and it was fun. It's a it's a fun kind of story and I feel like that's what they tried to put on the screen. To mixed results. <laughs> I was going to say you're showing your hand by saying tried. To to what well, well, it was very punk rock. And, yeah. But it doesn't come across completely as right. punk rock. Yeah, there's something lost in translation, I think, between the comic. Now, were, were you aware of the comic book? Yes. Or, or were you just regurgitating? Oh, no, I was, I, was, okay, wow. I was very much aware of the comic book More when I was stuff. a kid. Um, so were you excited? When you were a little tyke. That's right. Just a little Joe. When a little Joey. Joe. When I was a little Joe. I, well, I mean, Grant, I was what? I was 17, 16, 17 when this came out. Mm-hmm. Going so, on 18. And I was what in is you don't know that song? No, Joel. You are 16, going on 17. Thank you. Fucking Jeff over here is Dude, the one who's got to bail song. me out. Why is it? Why did you have to say it like the that? The show tunes. Like, because like of all people at this table what who would mean? know the show tunes. What does that mean, of all people? Like Jeff saying, I know, know it. Look at him. He's I know it. Hillary knows. I'm, I'm old, though, remember? It's a compliment. <laughs> I'm elder. You're the one that keeps saying, I'm not saying that. Just throwing it out there. Okay. So, Tank Girl... <laughs> So you were a fan of the comics. You were looking forward to a film adaptation. I was, I was looking forward to a film adaptation. I wasn't really worried about how they were going to do it. I didn't mm-hmm. worry about that at that time. But let's just talk for a second. This is also 1995 mm-hmm. when they do film adaptations of things. Yes. And they don't always come out the way we want them to. <laughs> like like the aforementioned Judge yes. Dredd. Well, mm. and especially- Did you actually watch it all the way through? <laughs> mm. Especially no. comic books, too. This is before comic books were kind of cool as far as films go, right? Um, we had a, I mean, aside from the yeah. Batman franchise, was there a successful right. comic book movie? <sighs> wow. Dude, ponder that bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really trying. An answer? I don't think no. so. No. I don't think so. Right. I'm really trying. Other than other than Batman, I'm trying to think if there was another successful comic book adaptation. I like the mask. Mystery Men. When did Mystery well, I mean, Men like come out? Superman. That's like '97. Was that '97? And yeah. I don't like to bring up that dude in tights because you know how I feel about that dude in Robin tights. Robin Hood. I know. No. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, but that <laughs> the was the other a, man in that tights. That was really good. Thank I you. really hate Superman, and I mean, I. Really hate Superman, but uh, I mean, I feel it. It's coming through the ugh. microphone, <laughs> literally. But those that first movie, I mean, it was quintessential to my my growing up because that was like that was my part of my childhood. Like Star Wars, what? Mm-hmm. Well, no, not like Star Wars was. Star Wars was different. Star Wars is up here. Yeah, Superman's right. like, yeah. but I mean, it was part of the the childhood thing. And you're like watching it, and you're like, oh, okay, well, this is successful. It's a successful comic book movie. And then the other ones came out, and you're like, well, these are not good, no. <laughs> except for Zod. Zod was cool. Part two, yeah, because he likes to kick butt. Two, Wh- two which- was good, but it had little islands of. What? Like horribleness, like scattered throughout. Yeah. Like, like wh- what is the what is going on in the Fortress of Solitude between all these Kryptonians? I have no idea what's going on here. And why did Superman give up his powers? And, and then why are they wearing garbage bags? What is going on? Why are they wearing garbage bags? What is Fred, happening? Why are they wearing garbage bags in Freddie Mercury's boots? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? what? And like, why is he like, you know? Looking so so, I don't know. Freddie Mercury, <laughs> right? Why, well, why isn't Freddie Mercury playing Zod? <laughs> Pretty oh sure he was God. dead by that point. Oh my, but, uh, no, he no, was wasn't. Still alive? Freddie Mercury died in the nineties. Yeah, I know, but I mean, when like, why? Oh, Superman oh. two came out. It was in like, like seventy nine, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like 80. first one was seventy eight. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. <laughs> but why? You know, it's like you're thinking, it, and it was not anywhere near as successful as Batman. I mean, Batman was, you know, Batman. Mm-hmm. Come on, <laughs> I <laughs> mean, <upset>. Batman. <laughs> 
Enough said, right? And Batman had Nicholson. I thought you were going to say Batman had nipples. <laughs> not until, not until, not, the not until Batman not Forever. Not until Batman Forever, sir. <laughs> High five. <laughs> yes. But I mean. Unfortunately. It, it, <laughs> I can't even. I can't. can't recover from nipples. No, no you can't. No, I mean, the can't. bat nipples were the worst thing you could possibly put on yeah. something. Thanks, Joel Schumacher. It's so bad. Thanks, Joel. Sh- Shitmaker. <laughs> Joel Shitmaker. Uh, okay, so getting back to Tank Girl. That's please. right. It was, it was tough. And, and I think part of the problem was in 95, you had people that didn't know anything about the source material and didn't really respect the source material. I didn't. And they were just kind of given this stuff yeah. and like told, make a movie of it. Mm-hmm. And some guy made a, some guy adapted it and now just film it. You and know, so though, they kind of did. But I, I feel like this film did the best they could. They really yes. did a decent job. And I would even compare parts of this movie to something like Scott Pilgrim. I knew you were going to say that. and I Oh, I, no. it's to- He's totally right, I, though. And I kind of agree with you. Uh, and I don't think this is a situation where, like, the directors and, you know, the people involved in the filmmaking didn't have reverence for the source material. This was totally a studio versus artist yes. sort of situation. Uh-huh. You They're the ones. The suits didn't get it. And they kept fighting them. Apparently, Joe, there's a there's a sex scene in this movie uh-huh. that is only on the on the theatrical release. So I it has not, not been seen by these eyes. Did you see this in theaters? You, I, saw, I saw in the theater. Hillary, did you? I did, but now I'm trying to remember what the sex scene is. <laughs> well, that you're apparently, talking about. there's a five thousand dollar prosthetic kangaroo dick that they made. Pardon my French for this okay. movie. Spoiler alert, folks. Um, for Booga. That I really want to see now. <laughs> for Booga. Is it weird that I want to see a little bestiality on And the on guy screen? who Jeff plays... Is shaking his head, yes. What's his name? Oh, the actor. I forget his name. Which one? Oh, I looked The guy up. who plays Booga? The guy who plays... It's Booga. Oh, <laughs> the Booga. Booga. Says it with some, <laughs> some um, He's always... He's been on Buffy, like, twice. He's yeah. played two different characters on Buffy, and he plays always... He always plays some menacing prick. And I fucking hate him. Just so, so ironically, creepy. that he would have a menacing prick in the <laughs> deleted saying. scene in this movie. Ba-dum, boom, oh, there we go. Jeff Jeff no. Cober. His yeah. name is Jeff Cober. He's Looking, a creepy guy named Jeff. Yeah, he's wearing like a cowboy just hat. Kidding. And <laughs> it does but, not look like a uh, six foot kangaroo. No. Although I would argue the kangaroos in this movie don't look like fucking kangaroos. No. No, and that's the weird thing because they're supposed to have some sort of weird kangaroo like. Look to them. Yes. The other one, like Ice T, looks like Ice T. He just basically <laughs> looks like Ice T. Very much looks like Ice yeah. T. Doug Jones. Doug Jones is one of the kangaroos. Yeah. And so, like, you're looking around, going, "Okay, well, this is obviously the studio part of the thing." Whereas, like, you can see the art part of it. Like, Lori Petty is obviously like a perfect casting choice. Yeah. I feel like she was totally really. She was really good for the. And and it's so nice that you know you can see where Gwen Stefani got her uh, inspiration for. Everything for right? her entire career. Her I fucking hairstyles, yes. the outfits, the attitude. I feel, like, I feel like Gwen Stefani should say like in every article ever, like, yeah, uh, I saw Tank Girl once and now that's <laughs> And now I, I am everything. Tank Girl. Yeah. I mean, like, that's what my, out- I mean, like, that's what her entire lamb clothing line is. Yeah. Come yes. on. That's liquid silver. Little right? trivia. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I'm Just a Girl was originally titled I'm Just a Tank Girl. <laughs> a little, no, little known trivia. Oh Very my well God. See, I didn't know that. Very How well did done. you know that? Those are the gems of uh, information you you'll, you'll find on the editing The next thing you're going to see on her runway show, a bullet bra. That's right. <laughs> Literally, like, bullets. <laughs> those aren't fucking bullets. Those are missiles protruding from her chest. I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying a bullet doesn't well, do it justice. Well. So we're we're in like a post-apocalyptic society where mm. the water is is all gone. Like a comet, did she say like yes. a, a comet, comet came too close to the earth and um there has been no rain for 11, 11 years. years. And we learn this all through VO exposition that mm-hmm. is like the first 90 seconds of the movie, which is never a good way to start a film, nope. especially one based on a comic book. Showing is better than telling, isn't that what they say? Uh-huh. You know, films a visual medium. Sure. Uh, so I'm not sure if this was budget or apparently there were a lot of fil- scenes that were supposed to be filmed that either not didn't get filmed or were left on the cutting room floor. I'm going to throw a lot of stuff at lack of budget for this movie. <laughs> I so. Because, I mean, you've got a lot of establishing shots are done artistically yeah. with comic book panels. And I think that works for something like this. To okay. its, to one, to its benefit, because it is a comic book that maybe a lot of people don't realize is a comic when they're going to see this because it's such an obscure property. So they're like, oh, okay, so maybe this is a comic. Okay, so this is the establishing shot. So it works to its benefit. But then at the same time, it also kind of works to its detriment because it's also kind of a cheap cop-out to, like, setting it up, especially when you only have, like, 
three locations that you're shooting at the entire movie. <laughs> and one of them is the fucking desert. Yes. It was all filmed in like Arizona. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, and the thing is, is that you've got three women too that are listed in the comic book. There's Tank Girl, Jet Girl, and Sub, Sub Girl. That's right. And Sub Girl is actually listed in the credits and you meet her and it's played by Ann Cusack, uh-huh. but she's listed in the movie as Sub Girl, but she's not. She's actually the crazy art girl that you meet with the red hair. Yeah, and she's yeah. In just for like a split second. But, and, a, but that's not Sub Girl. Sub Girl no. actually drives a sub. A sub. And we're <laughs> right? supposed to have a larger role in this, right. and I think was one of the So, the, I mean, like, there's the a couple of things. That's a budget suffer. cut that you find. Now, Joe, before we get away from the whole comic book panel style that you're talking about, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, too, have conflicting opinions on that. Um, I, I, I don't know, and we talked about this in the Speed Racer episode, I don't know that film should try to do that and we've seen it happen in comic book movies over and over again and it's mm-hmm. like hey we're a comic book so we're going to our roots like, and we're going to we show talked things about the panels. Hulk Angley's the Hulk yeah I, I, I respect it I like what they're doing I like how they're trying to tie it but at the same time it should live on its own merits like if you know, this, yes this is adapted from a comic book but we don't. I mean, when they make movies adapted by books, like we don't see pages flipping between chapters and shit it's its own medium let I, it be its own thing I agree but let's, let me bring up Scott Pilgrim where we got to see both the the marriage of the video game influences and we got to see some of the the, the comic book influences there. It was perfect. Scott yeah. Pilgrim is a perfect amalgamation of both of those. Agreed. Hillary, I love you already. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing later? <laughs> totally married. And second, <laughs> my husband and I have read Scott Pilgrim like over and over. But I mean, like it is, it's like that though. And I feel like Tank Girl would have worked even better if it had more of that. Like the, when it, when that comic book aspect was in, it was really clicking and it was working even better. But when they took it away and put more of the studio aspect, like when they show... The Rippers looking not as 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 they're supposed as, as kangarooish, and when they're taking away from the story, the the comic book storyline, when when they go towards back at the very end, when it's coming to the final, when it's coming to the final battle between Water and Power and Tank Girl. And her group. Um, we should we should point out that Water and Power is an actual organization. She's not literally fighting Water and This isn't Power Rangers. All of a sudden. Sorry, yeah. my no, bad. no, no, no. I'm filling in the audience. There you go. <laughs> You're doing great. But I mean, like, it's it, it's important for um, for the audience to realize that it does work in this particular movie, especially when they've got Lori Petty's voiceovers and they're actually showing That's the animation. Yep. They're showing the animation of Jamie Hewlett's work. I mean, his artwork is so perfect and mm-hmm. so beautiful. And they've taken it and they've actually animated some of the panels. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it works really well in this movie, especially with the voiceovers. I'm going to disagree. Uh, and, and, and I know mm-hmm. it's because of, uh, you know, budget reasons that they had to kind of fill in these little interstitials to uh-huh. get from... I mean, there's some action sequences that are flat-out animated because they couldn't afford to do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and I appreciate what you're saying, and I, I totally agree with Scott Pilgrim. This one, I felt like it, it, it took away because, you know, Lori Petty and Naomi Watts, they're playing these characters. They're, they are playing the roles of the characters. And then all of a sudden we're inserting... So now I'm getting conflicting visual... You know what I'm saying? See, but I'm, the, the I, I'm is, not a- allowing myself to get lost in the role because I'm like, oh yeah, I'm constantly being reminded, oh, this is a comic book. So I'm almost, I feel like I'm watching a play. I feel like I'm watching these people portray these characters. Okay, you know what I mean? I I, I think I understand where you're coming from, <laughs> but I also feel like you're looking at it from like 2015 Joel's eyes, probably instead of 1995 and the limitations they had technically. To approach a story like this, there's no way they could have told the story. There's no way they could have, on the budget they had, yeah. to have Lori Petty flying a freaking tank and crashing it into the ground and right. fighting with Naomi Watts and her crashing her jet and showing, like, you know, the the, the, the craziness yeah. that these characters have experienced over time to develop their friendship in just a short amount of time to move on with the story. I hear you. Which I think that they did with that animated sequence and through the through sure. the panels. And so I think that was a creative way to do it. It's yeah, it was it was creative problem solving. But I, I hear what you're saying and I agree with you. But then just fucking make an animated movie. If you're not going to be able to film these things in live action, if you can't make kangaroo costumes that look like kangaroos, make it a, an animated movie. All right. So Hillary has opened up the book and she's showing me a page. There's no way they could do something like this. There's also <laughs> yeah. another in, picture. In '95, they, they, they couldn't have done that. Unfilmable is the yeah. word that it's we would totally use for that. It's totally unfilmable. Like where a, she's parked the she's parked the tank in between <laughs> two rocks, right? And they're like hanging upside down. I mean, That's like, awesome. but I mean, I feel like the animated sequences work for stuff like that when they're trying to do like a quick little boop boop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stylistic choice. You know, I kind it of is. I feel like you're saying, well, then just make a full animated movie. I think that's going to be more expensive. 
than a live action movie. But I think if you're going to try to do a live action movie, but put like all those huge special effects to do what you want, that's going to be more expensive too. So yeah, I kind of feel no like this is way. a happy medium. You're right. But I, but I don't disagree with I you. I hear what you're saying. Like, I would love I to see either. that made now this and is what see I'm it saying. done Scott Pilgrim style and see <gasps> all those effects done oh the way it should be done. I would love to see that. So I give them credit for trying to do it. But at the same time, like, there were some times where I felt like it was used. It was a and, cop and out. It, it was a cop yeah. out. I can do, can like, you imagine them making, like, an Avengers movie and, oh, we're going to cut away to an animated sequence? Oh, yeah. No, like, no, no, no. You know, just show the Avengers, man. Right now. There's no way. Don't ever defame. Um, I just, just stop. So, so we. Another thing that was kind of indicative of '95 was the fact that you've got a, a gentleman who completely drops trow and children on the set <laughs> with them. Like that's something you cannot find on a production. Wait, nowadays. who dropped trow at the very beginning of the movie where she comes in? And she tells the guy oh, yeah. to strip, and then two you children. You must salute me. You must salute me. <laughs> and two children come running in. I'm like, that can't happen on a set nowadays. I oh know. no, there's no way. But and it, then, I love the reaction to it though, because it's so innocent. They're like, oh, mom and dad are playing again, or whatever they say. It's not mom and She's dad. She's like, oh my god, they're being weird. They're again. being weird. That's what they say. And then yeah. she turns around and calls the kid, like, tells him he has a peanut dick. I'm like, wow, that is <laughs> like, I I just don't see kids getting away with that. Like in movies, they no. would like isolate them on a set. Yeah. And like, no, 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 no. We'll have this. We will. We will green screen you kids in the background. This guy will be somewhere else completely. There's no way we will have you near the naked man. It's like an orphan black situation, <laughs> right? like where they just all shoot it and then edit it together, right? Something weird. Uh, uh, oh, where were you going to go, no, Joe? I thought when you were talking about it being a mid '90s movie, I thought you were going to call out the uh, the soundtrack and kind of the. Uh, Let's talk the about the most amazing. I think so sound- too. It's like my favorite soundtrack ever, and like we're watching it. And my husband's like, who's singing? Who's the singing, you know, the Cole Porter song? And I was like, um, that's Paul Westerberg and Joan <laughs> Jones. And he goes, your favorite. And I was like, that's right. It's the first <laughs> 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 thing. I get I so it. excited. I, I get love the so... soundtrack. And, yeah, and speaking of the, the Cole Porter sequence, like that, again, is a, like – and when I was watching that part, they could have done something better with that one. But, That's where it I, lost me, Joe. I, yeah. and, and the thing is, while I was sitting there watching it, I was going, Joel is Joel's hating this hate part. This, yes. Joel is <laughs> hating this part. <laughs> and, and, and I'm loving it because watching this, this is especially crazy English comic book writers mm-hmm. are always throwing stuff like this in. This is crazy. This is this is anarchy in comics. And somebody lifted this literally from a comic book page and put this on the screen. Now, whether they needed to put this in a movie or not is a <laughs> no. completely different story. And they probably didn't need to, but I delighted in it. Now, the thing that kind of made it weird for me was the fact that Lori Petty can't sing. Well, Lori Petty she cannot sing. She just yells sing. all over Lori, her Lori Petty cannot lines. sing. But the fact that it's so random, and it's every bit of this, like, this arc in this movie is just a whole bunch of randomosity. It's that, you know, Rebecca becomes this, this prisoner, and then she breaks out, and then she's got to find this little girl, and this little girl's a prisoner, and she's in this, like, community that's like a, it's like a whorehouse with all these different people and there's a madam and she cuts her hair and then the woman sings and then everybody gets involved in this song and dance so number. Random. But then this girl gets kidnapped and then they go back and then they find the rippers and kind of become part of the tribe and then they go and, and there's, there's like a train heist. You know, they, they go and, and they try to take this truck that's supposed to have weapons and then there's a story about an old man who was actually a professor that made the kangaroo people, Oof. the rippers. And I'm like, where was this story? They kind of touched on it. Oh well, let's keep moving forward. Yeah. Like, they throw a lot against what? the wall. Here. They throw everything against the wall, and even though it's a mess, I love the hell out of this movie. It's it's enjoyable. Oh no, it's good. And then there's like the super cameo as the creepy rat man. Alice. Yes, rat face, aka Iggy, Iggy Pop. Pop. Yeah. And it was one of those moments where it took me a while to re- recognize who that is, but I knew How, something what? was off because it's no. like you don't cast that guy. Who agrees to play that role? This is what um, I'm saying. Yeah. Iggy Pop does. <laughs> Iggy Pop. He's After like, his success in The Crow, is the creepiest dude. In the world. Yes. Um, Iggy Pop. He's like, what? You want me to play a child molester? All right. Done and done. I'll do that. Oh, Iggy Pop's American. <laughs> but but he was doing the accent. Oh, I was in the the movie. Oh, yeah. He's like, little girl. And you're like, okay, creepy. He was, he was doing the rat man. But his hair just comes out and he's like, oh. 
And you're just like, <laughs> when he starts screaming, he's like, ah! I love it. Nails come through his hands. I through his love hands. it. Uh, Joe, you're absolutely right. I was hating that moment when the musical number came yes. in. And it's not I that I hate musical numbers. Yeah. I like musical numbers. I do too. It's just in the execution. Uh, and dare I say, this is going to be controversial, I enjoyed the musical number in Spider-Man 3 more than I did this one. Are you e- referring to the dance? Yes, move? I am. Oh. Equally as out of left field and just like out of nowhere and silly. Oh. Hillary is is having convulsions oh right now. She's, she's, she's going to need a silkwood shower. <laughs> Spider-Man Three. I at least appreciate. We don't even it. talk about Spider-Man Three in the comic book world. It's like the the, the Lord Voldemort like, of movies. It's like ugh. Yeah, who shall not be named. It's like the third the third comic book movie in nine in nine times out of ten in every major major series is like the worst. X Men Three. Yeah, yuck. Throw that shit away. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, Spider-Man 3, really? Yeah, not a fan. You are losing points by the minute. (laughs) I'm just saying, I think that that was more successful in that movie than this one was I think you're... I think you're... Agree to disagree, Hillary. I don't, I don't agree. agree to disagree. This <laughs> bullshit yeah, meter is going on. Yeah, I don't agree. I think that I think that this, the song and dance number in this movie gave you a feel of the anarchy. The anarchy that's supposed to be experienced within the story of It made of me uncomfortable and cha- it was chaotic and I didn't really care for it all that much, but you're right. <laughs> I agree with Joe I more like, than I agree with you. And yet the words you're saying sound like I didn't you're like, agreeing with me. <laughs> no, I didn't like it, and it was really totally chaotic, but it did exactly what it was supposed to do. All right. Yeah. Uh, what, See? make me turn the movie off and go to the bathroom and then not finish it until the next day? Wow, somebody just gets touchy when no one agrees with No, him. no, no, I'm just saying it, it didn't touch no, no, This it's is okay. what we do. We go it's back and right. forth. It's no fun when we agree on this <laughs> podcast. Trust me, Hillary. <laughs> Um, just, let's move on. Can so we all agree can, that the kangaroos sucked then, at least? Yes, we can agree on that. And that Ice-T wanted to commit suicide halfway that, through this movie? And that like there was nobody who was working the continuity department when it came to those kangaroos? Which one was Doug Jones? That's what I want to know. Sometimes they had tails, sometimes they didn't. Um, the, the when oh, when Booga was when he's lying in bed with Lori Petty, like you could see where the, the glove, prosthetic, the prosthetic, where yeah. the prosthetic ends and his real arm begins. It's yep. like really, we didn't we didn't take the time to kind of look at that and go, hey, uh, let's roll that back. <laughs> well, well, they 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 spent all their money on that prosthetic cock that never <laughs> made it on screen. So, uh, oh my god, guys, reallocated funds. We haven't talked about Malcolm McDowell at all. Well, let's talk about let's Malcolm do McDowell. It. Can we please? First off, my little droogies. He looks pretty good for the time. He still looks good. Still looks awesome. Even does. doing those sprint commercials where he's he's reading people's texts. <laughs> yes. I love that. You he made J- me this way. He and James Earl Jones right, together on yep. the same play. I loved Malcolm McDowell in this movie. He's great in this. Has he ever done uh, a... All right. Aside from Clockwork Orange, can we can we agree that's probably the best film he's done, or at least the best rated movie he's done? I don't know. Cat People was amazing, but uh, then again, yeah. I love I like Malcolm McDowell. Too. Yeah, I, I do and too. Creepy films. Yeah, he just does. He does a lot of B movies though, and even the Star Trek movie he did wasn't all that great. <laughs> Generation was he in a Star Trek movie? He was, he was in, in Generation first. Oh, I think generation. I didn't see that. That one where that's where Picard and and Kirk team up. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I and Kirk dies. I think I might oh yes. yeah, you can you can skip that one. I think I might have seen part of it. <laughs> Not but the then, part with Malcolm McDowell apparently. Huh? But apparently don't remember any of it. <laughs> it's, all it's you Trek fans <laughs> it's forgettable. Okay, well. It's all right. We brought you I in here to talk about comic book movies, not Star Trek. Okay, good. That's right. Does it count that Star Ooh. Trek has been turned into comic books? No. Joe? God, Joel, what are you trying to do? I'm just saying, in episode 33. <laughs> Clearly, if you've done your research. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, Malcolm McDowell, um, he's, he's amazing in this as the head, the president of Water and Power. Mm-hmm. And... Oh well, well we'll wait till we get to the James. No, Hong. we jump around. Go, no, for it. Was, go on, go I on. I'm going to talk about James Hong and how he. Oh just my shows gosh, Lopan! Lopan just shows up, up out of nowhere. I know, and, and he's like, "I will give you this prosthetic arm." But he says I, it all in Chinese. He's like, "He's like Lopan." It's racist, Hillary. I know. I'm so sorry. It's not racist, but that's exactly what he sounds like. I was being Joe for It was so amazing, though. It was so great. Like I'm going to hell for. Multitude I, of reasons. That is only one of them. I had no idea he was in this movie. I totally forgot he was in this. And I like, I was, I can't remember what and I was then doing. Then he shows up. But I turn back to the TV and I'm like, that's David, that's David fucking Lopan. Oh my and he God. shows up and he's like mumbling under his breath and he's like, eh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and you're just like, what the fuck is happening? Right? In the best way. In the best way. And like, 
Oh my God, Malcolm McDowell is so creepy when he shoves the pop eat. Do you guys remember pop eats? Yeah. The collapsible. Uh-huh. <laughs> is that collapsible? No yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's a pop eat with the oh yeah with the with the claws on the back, and he shoves that into the yeah. back of some uh-huh. dudes, and it sucks all the water out of him. And then he takes a sip, and, he's and he like, drinks it, and he's creepy. like, oh, 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 I'm Malcolm uh, McDowell, I can do it all. And you can imagine like how warm that water is. Uh, I just the thing I love most about him in this movie is watching him and Laurie Petty together. Yeah, they're yes. fun because they are fun because she's like, I. Win. Uh-huh. And he's like, no, just say it. And she's like, no, <laughs> I, I, no. I do love her in this role, specifically for those scenes between the two of them, because he's trying to break her in every way, and and she she just ha- she's so like fun. I don't know how she was in the comic books, but just she's like so this. just like fun and and doesn't let anything get her down. Guys, no matter how dire the situation, every every scene between them was Elmer Fudd and Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Pretty like, much. That was every scene between those she's two. She's constantly joking. She was always joking. I love when she's going through, and, and just, just her character alone, when she's going through and she's chasing the truck, and she's shooting at the truck, and she's got the bow and arrow. She's cooking uh, on, on a the hot grill. dog. <laughs> she's totally Bugs Bunny throughout yep. this entire movie. That's and it's, a good way to describe it's it. It's so fun. Yeah. She's having a blast doing this, and it makes you have a good time watching it. Agreed. Which, you know, you could take all those technical aspects that you're like, oh, I'm going to nitpick that, nitpick that, and you forgive it because you're like, all nope. right, she's having fun with it. I'm going to have fun with this. Yeah. Whoever did the hair and makeup, and actually her name is Mary, I think it's Donna Donatello. I can't remember her last name. Mary Donatello. Got it. It's. I don't think it's Donatello. <laughs> she does <but> machines. <laughs> <laughs> Raphael is cool but rude, though. Yeah. Um, Michelangelo is the party dude. She actually won an Oscar. Uh, I don't think for this. No, I was going to say, I don't think Oscar this was nominated win. for anything. Maybe no, a Razzie. But, I mean, she's she made them all look so perfectly just like they are in the comics. And, like, Malcolm McDowell is, like, he's all clean cut and just, like, these fine lines and his hair and everything is like that. But he's so perfectly menacing yes. mm-hmm. through the entire film. Uh-huh. And he smiles. And he tells, like, at the very, t- very first time you see him, he's like... He's got that glass of water in his hand, and they've got the broken glass in front of them. Yeah. And he tells that guy, and he goes, and we salute Captain Poo-Poo Head, or whatever his name <laughs> is. I don't know. And he's like, who almost secured all of the desert. Yes. Almost all of the desert. And he's like, come here. And the guy just like walks across all the broken glass. Uh, and then he's just you like, know what's going to happen. he shows him the knife. And then he shows him the knife, and he goes, ah, it would have killed me. He's like, I wouldn't have done this. He was like, come on. And then he just slams the pop heat in his yes, back, and I'm going to yes. call it the pop heat. That's because fine. That's what it is. I like it. They didn't call it anything else, so that's it what just, we'll call and it. And then it just expands. I will. I will forever have nightmares about that thing. That's a horrible way to to die. To have it's all terrible. the water and sucked out of your again. body. He does it again to the the doctor who's then, supposed yes. to come in to save yeah. him. And then that's when you then see. Then he drinks the water. Lopan. He's yeah. like the Daniel Day Lewis from uh, There Will Be Blood. I'll right? drink your milkshake. <laughs> I drink oh. it up. <laughs> oh my God! You two are like. So amazing. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. We so, can't argue with that. So going back to the uh, to the truck uh, chase where she's <sighs> trying to take the truck. Um, and the tank. I noticed two things about that. Mm-hmm. One, I feel like her energy towards this role sometimes gets a little diminished because the production doesn't yeah. quite keep up. Like I feel like if this was a little more... Uh, fast-paced with the editing, mm-hmm. it would have kept the energy up a little bit more. There's some interesting editing choices in this movie yeah. as, as an editor by trade. Mm-hmm. I was I, I cringed a couple times through it, and even taking into regard that it's a 1995 movie and pacing is a little bit different. It was 20, Jesus, 20 years ago. 20 Oh years. my God, this is... The 20th anniversary of Tank Girl. Slip my wrist The now. movie. Feeling so old. Yes, yeah. not the comic How old book. are you? Um, we're the same age. No, yeah, we're the same age. We're, oh. we're, 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 I'm, I'm officially midlife, I think. Right? Yes. If you look at the average age of a male in America, and then double it. The most bullshit answer to an honest question. Oh, my God. requires math. (laughs) Only honest balls. Oh, my God. (laughs) I have two gray hairs that grow in my brows, so I'm definitely. I'm so glad you said brow. (laughs) I'm not telling you where anything else. Good God. So the other thing in that chase. So um, am, am I to believe that even if she hadn't hijacked that truck, it still would have gone off the cliff, right? I know they were. Where were they driving? They were driving off a cliff on a road to nowhere, literally. The road to nowhere. That's <laughs> hoping you take the bait. That's right. Yeah, no, I think you're right. That's one of those Indiana I think Jones he just moments, likes right? To sing. He does I like do. to sing. Oh my gosh, yeah, we are the sing-songiest podcast on the internet. It's pretty funny, actually. <laughs> 
I don't know where they were driving, but I mean, it's like they were driving, and they were driving fast. They were driving fast off a cliff. I think she did a lot of her own stunts for this movie, too. Uh-huh. I'm There's pretty a couple, sure she did. A couple of moments when you see her from behind, you're like, eh, it's a body double. Although, man, hard body double to cast. Yeah. We need somebody she's, who's uh, 5'10 and uh, 80 pounds. She's a very, very good. She's got a very distinct build. Yes. She's been on a couple of um, uh, things. She was on House and she played a, like a. Like she has, like I said, she hasn't aged well, but she sounds exactly the same. She tank woman now. Like she's tank woman, but I mean, like she plays like she plays like a crazy um, girl with Huntington's disease on House. Jesus, like oh. as you get like as older, but I mean, like she looks run down and she's very haggard looking. But I mean, like I just don't know if uh, maybe there's something else going on in her life. But I mean, she still has that edge and she still sounds the same. And I couldn't. So when you were talking about like. Like future people that could play this in the now, I yeah. had a really hard time. This thinking is a tough about one to recast. This, this one was actually pretty easy for me. Uh, but then once, I thought about it, and then yeah. I thought about it. I, and, I have and a feeling. You, it, I have a feeling you and I went with the same person. I, I have think. a feeling. We'll find out in a minute. Yeah. There's going to be some doubles here because there are few people I think who can play this role. And yeah. surely, but we'll ta- I'm sure we'll talk about that when we're done. Shirley. Yeah, we will. <laughs> we will. Uh, all right, so. Uh, Naomi Watts. I was just going to say, can we talk about the hottie? The hottie she in the corner? She was so good. She, she was so good, but she was so underutilized. I thought she I was feel... underutilized, too. That's what, exactly what I was going to say. I swear to God, we're the same. Oh, my God. She's like second or third build. She's yeah. like of the... Th- I only recast three people, by the way. It's and then there was the poor man's John Travolta who tormented her through the whole movie, <laughs> yes. but then it was like, what? The guy from <laughs> Die Hard 2. He was one of the <laughs> one of the terrorists from Die Hard 2. <laughs> of course you would know that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because uh, he's Joe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another Joe thing, the, the woman who directed this movie also directed an episode of Supernatural. You just, would definitely know that. Just in case you're keeping track. Of he, the soups. He's a Supernatural. Uh, no. Joe oh, yeah. likes Supernatural. <laughs> are you kidding? News what? to Hillary. I'm Moose. Wait, what? What are you, what are you talking I'm about? I'm his Moose. Showing off his tattoo. Who now. am I? I'm his Moose. It's a good show. It's a good I'm, show. I'm not Moose. <laughs> you like the Crowley. You like the Crowley, I do like dude. the Crowley. Uh, all right. So, what do you have? What else do you have oh, about if, this movie? I just wanted to pontificate on uh, Naomi Watts a little bit. Okay, farther. she was really actually. I thought, like I said, underutilized, and I feel like as Jet Girl, she could have been really killer. Well, how was she? How was that character in the comics? Because I liked her here. She's kind of the nerdy she's one. Actually, who's reticent. She's actually in this particular in this particular story arc. She's not very used either. But I mean, right. she's um, Tank Girl's best friend, and she like gets her. You know, birthday cake, and she and Subgirl work together a lot. But I feel like this movie wasn't made for us. Um, I feel like there's a lot of like female empowerment who, who going was on. It, made for? Uh, was it, it made was made for, for girls, for future not, visitors, not, not just girls. Specifically, it was made for lesbians. I think like this is all about. Because there's some Are you like serious? yeah, absolutely. What? There's that what? that sexual tension between Tank Girl and and I can't think of Naomi Watts' character's Jet name. Girl. Jet Girl, Jet, sorry, Jet. What was the vehicle she drove? <laughs> I know, this I is know, the easy. Like, how would you forget the name? <laughs> she's to making out with a kangaroo, not a girl. Well, she's asexual. Like she'll she'll, she'll go any direction. I don't agree with where you're going here at all. You don't think so? No, I, I feel like and, and no. I'm I'm not saying this in I a derogatory way. This, no, I don't think this was aimed towards lesbians at all. I don't. I think it okay. was aimed towards women and empowerment yes. for sure, but I mean, yeah. like, I don't feel that it was aimed oh, towards lesbians. Oh, I do. I do hardcore. I feel like this was maybe you're right. Yes, made more for women because all the guys in this movie are bad guys. Like, there's not a good guy in this movie, and the ones that are, are fucking kangaroos, so I don't count them. Right? Well, she had uh, her her boyfriend. Was her boyfriend at the beginning, beginning. gets killed in the and first then, act, and yeah. she screams, "No!" <laughs> right. Right, he but was gunned down. All the all the girls are the good guys. I mean, it's a very female empowerment. But then, yeah, there's that. No, am I picking well, up on the sexual that, tension cool. of no, my no, own? No, 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 no. Yeah, I think so. No, because I, I do, think I, I think you are. I feel like Tank Girl is kind of like the uh, epitome of what? Epitome just, of what? Because she's like she's like sexually empowered and she's a kick. Like she she's she doesn't confident. need a man. She's really not sexually empowered. She's confident. She, she's a very she's, she's very com- sexually confident. She's confident. She's just confident. I know, but but even in the first scene where like the the guard sneaks up on her and she, she kind of thinks her man's behind her. I she's, know, but then when she finds it's out his it's birthday. not, she lures him in with like her sexual guiles and she to does that a couple away. of times. Get away. No, I know. I'm not saying this is a bad thing. You guys are turning this in. I'm just saying no, she is. We're not she saying uses it's a bad it as a, thing. As a superpower. You're, 
you're turning it around on us. You're the one that originally said that you think this is aimed at lesbians. Yeah, no, I don't think it's aimed at lesbians. I think they're. You gonna, said the words. I think I think they're going to get the most out of it. I think there's a cult following specifically. No, no, there is this. a cult following yeah. of this movie. Yes, but I don't think it's a lesbian. I think it's it's thing. softball players. Wow. <laughs> no, just me. No, I think it's yeah. just you. All right. I do. I kind of think I've it's touched just a nerve you. here. No, you haven't I think touched it's... a nerve. I just think that I think you're kind of off. I think he's more confounded at your. <laughs> I am. I'm a little confused. He's I, like I think most you're, illogical. I think you're misreading. I, no, I think you're I misreading. It. Oh my god! If anybody, uh, listeners, please, if you've seen this movie, I tell honestly, me. I honestly think that, that I'm what wrong. they did. I think if anything, they tried. I think they tried to appeal more to male viewers with this thing. I mean, you had like the the weird like dust shower that she she took. Dude, yeah. it was totally erotic. It was kind of erotic, but at the same time, like, I'm trying to think from her perspective, like, man, that had to be gross. Like, that had to be yeah. the worst day of shooting for her ever. She's, like, rubbing like, sand in her face. Like, basically. I'm trying to Flower. imagine. It looked like flowers. Yeah, did, yeah I'm just trying to imagine, like, if she got some kind of a condition, like, as, <laughs> as asbestos, some kind of asbestos. The rosacea. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, uh, but the only thing that I could think of that you, maybe you would have gotten that idea from was immediately following that, where she tried to back up her buddy, Jet Girl, and and say like, "Get off my woman, you know she's mine." And step off my yeah. nuts. I just think the whole character in general, and and again, the way that the story is told is is very, <laughs> it, it, it 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 taps a, a chord. Wow. Do you maybe think? Not, let me, maybe let I'm me, out of touch with the me, lesbian community. Me, you're out of touch. <laughs> um, let me ask you this question: X. When you watch uh, Michael Bay's Bad Boys, do you yes. think Mike Lowry and Marcus Burnett are gay? Do you think that they have a, a gay relationship? Did you really go to Michael Bay? <laughs> really? It was the first thing. I could, when you watch Lethal mm. Weapon, do you oh think? Oh my God! That, do you think Martin Riggs and Roger Murtaugh Stop are gay? Right lovers? now, no, that, no. and you take that back. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's th- that's the stereotype, though, is to kind of have the rough and tumble guy, like they're the heroes, they're the action star. What is and this happening? is kind of flipping that genre on its head uh-huh. and and giving it to the females and the fe- and uh, that's good. That's a good yes, thing. Yes, I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying that no, this- no, no, I'm not. But I'm just I'm just trying to figure out why it has to have a sexual connotation. To it, it doesn't have to, but I th- clearly think it did. Huh. Like I, I feel like that was sort of the intention. In fact, when I was reading up on it afterwards, I was like, man, this must have been like a, a, a like I'm, I thought the director may may have been a, a lesbian. Do we know that she's not? I'm getting blank stares. I'm getting no traction with these motherfuckers. Listen, you guys, uh, listeners, if you've seen this this film, please what? post on our Facebook. Huh? Tell me that I'm wrong. Tell me that I'm right. Tell me if you agree with me. But uh, I definitely feel mouth? like Joe is speechless. I've never seen Joe like this. I like you like this, Joe. Hillary, let's talk. I'm not talking. <laughs> not to you. Can't I can't. I, I mean, I, I don't feel that. I don't feel like I don't feel yeah, the. I'm just trying to give you this I, silent this treatment astounding. as long as I could. This is astounding because to me, it, 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 it this seems very obvious to me, and I'm 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 astounded that you're that I'm getting pushback. I don't feel like it's all right, obvious all right, at all. Let's move Especially on. Especially with, you know. I mean, they end up. Banging kangaroo guys. Yeah, dude, I know. But, and they're but, kangaroo dudes. But yeah. she's all over the place. And like, the sh- dude and the guys are always talking about yeah. humping them. Humping. In fact, that's oh, what the they, they start dancing. And that's all they do is Ugh. just start and they're dry all looking, humping. I like, and they're I like all it. looking at the girls. They all are, except for, if you notice. Ice-T. <laughs> Ice-T, with his arms crossed, yep. sitting in the corner, wanting nothing to do with this movie. That's he right. is Actually, I should say, there are a long <laughs> list of people involved in this movie who are... Ashamed is a strong word, but I'll use that word because that's the word Naomi Watts used. She is ashamed of this movie. Uh, Ice-T got tired of being hounded for it um, because interviewers were always asking him about it. And his answer was like, I got paid $800,000 to do this movie. He and got he got eight hundred grand to do yeah. this movie with a film whose budget was twenty five million. So that's a wow. considerable chunk. That's a good chunk of for change, a minor yeah. actor. Ice in this movie. T. Yes. What for that role? Eight hundred thousand dollars. Cop killer. Better you than me. And he plays cop killer. Fuck police brutality. <laughs> she walks softly, but she carries a big. Gun. <laughs> I'm sorry, I do like uh, that song. It's a good song. It's, it's a, a good, good song. song. It was so good that prom- they played it twice in yeah. the movie, which I was I love, what, I love when they played the shaft theme when she, yes. when she finds the tank. Tell to do a great soundtrack. Yeah, they did. They Can did I just good... tell you, the soundtrack is so good. Mm. It's amazing. It's it's so good. I have it in the car, and I was like, Mockingbird Girl. I mean, like, all of it. It's just like you're listening to the songs, and you're just like, yeah, this is the jam. It's a time capsule for 1995. It definitely is. Uh, and and some of the scenes in this movie are kind of a time capsule for 1995. <laughs> and I feel like they didn't at any point while making this movie think, 
huh, I wonder if these things will be relevant not only in 2033, but in 2003. Well, there's Uh, nary a cell phone to be seen in this film, so I'm going to say no. That and maybe the references to, like, Baywatch. Yes! I'm afraid I'm going to Baywatch. There was references to Baywatch. There was also references to... A lot of um, foresight by the filmmakers. Cole Porter? (laughs) Yeah, to Cole Porter, but there was... He's timeless. (laughs) There was something else. uh, I can't remember what it was now. I totally blank. <laughs> yeah. Just totally blank. I just cool story. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, whatever. Okay, Hillary, it shut does. up. It, it, it feels its age. Gosh. Uh-huh. Still, uh, I had a I had a fun time with it. Yeah. I think it's it's in, if you take it for what it is as and it's kind of become like a bit of a cult cult film, right? Yeah, um, it is. I have some friends that have. I have two friends that have two Tank Girl burlesque routines. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that's great. That's amazing. They're pretty Making amazing, my yeah. case for me. But that doesn't. <laughs> which which case? Wait, what are we talking no, we're about? We're not talking about anything anymore. Okay. Let's move on. Uh, all right, so I think he should wear the hat now. <laughs> <laughs> you, sh- you should, Joel. You should wear the hat. I'll, I will wear the hat. Yeah, wear that. Wear the hat. And the goggles. The Ooh, there you wear go. the goggles. Somebody's got to get a picture of me with it. Yeah, we will. Um, and while while you're doing that, does, do you have any other notes? Any uh, anything else that you want to touch on before we uh, move on? I don't really. Other than yourself, I'll say touch on for yourself. The, uh, <laughs> I do that during, before, and after. Oh the my show. god! Oh. I wait for no man. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god! <laughs> so okay, what did this movie do? Uh, what did this movie do wrong, Joel? You want to start with me? Yeah. Um, what did it do wrong? The Rippers, man. The, the, uh, oh, I've Absolutely. been referring to them as the Kangaroos again. If, 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 if it's 1995 and we don't have the technology, we don't have the prosthetics, and it's not like we didn't have the best talents in Hollywood working on it. This was fucking Stan Winston Studios. The same people that put together... Every Spielberg movie, The basically. Spielberg movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, didn't they do the, the kangaroo effects for the Warriors of Virtue movie that came Ooh. out like what? around That's that same time? How do you know this? I think that came out after, though. That I think was that after, came out in 98. Because that was all computers. Stan Winston it? also did what? Jurassic, Jurassic. Park. And I'm telling you, every Spielberg movie, this, and, right? And Star Wars, and Star Wars, and it's gonna be a long episode if you're gonna make Indiana us Jones. read off the resume of one and Stan Winston. <laughs> what other favorite movie? Of well, I IMDb that. <laughs> uh, he also did Alien. Oh, he did do Alien. Oh, okay, there you go. And Aliens and Terminator Two: Judgment Day. And artificial intelligence. Oh, the predator. The predator. <laughs> the predator. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. I love the predator. <laughs> this is getting out that of was control. A great laugh. All right. So okay. So the rippers. So yeah. The rippers. I mean, I'm just saying. And and you think a dude that did all that <laughs> that he could, he could make some kangaroos that he could make some decent kangaroos. Come on, Stan. You make clearly, some Stan. Kangaroos. If you would do research, I feel like Ice T. I shouldn't say this because Stan Winston is currently deceased. <laughs> It's okay. It's Wait, okay. did he die? Yeah, he he oh, passed away. He passed away a couple years back. Yeah. Oh no way. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand eight. Please, Joel. I thought he was still with us. Clearly, if you've done your research. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Please, like this is the first time you've ever talked ill of the dead. <sighs> That's true. Oh, yeah. Listen to guy, our uh, Father's Day episode. <laughs> the way he talked about Robin Williams. <laughs> listen, Jeez. that was before he was dead, though. Oh. Yeah. We just played the clip. There's afterwards. a scene. There's a scene oh, in okay. the movie Father's Day where Robin it's Williams. Totally fine. Robin Williams is like loading up a gun and putting it in his mouth, and Joel was like, <laughs> after watching this movie, I wish Robin Williams had shot himself. And <laughs> and, then, and then two months later, the motherfucker dies. Whoa, whoa! I'm using motherfucker in the. Uh, I gotcha. The, the totally editorial. Yeah, it's actually, I got gotcha. what you're throwing down. Okay, it's okay. So, uh, all right. So you agree that the Rippers were the worst thing of this movie? That that was. Yeah, what the movie did I mean, wrong. like, dude, Ice T looked like Ice T with like this weird nose, and they look like rabbits. Yeah, dude, rabbits. That's the best way to describe they had it. The ears and everything. And then the DT the. You know the the, the detox. Hip, no, he was the, the one hip, with the, the sax. He was the hep cat one. He did the poetry. He looked like Fuller from Twenty One Jump Street. He sure did. <laughs> you know who that actor is? Do you guys watch House of Cards? No. Uh, all right. Do you you don't watch House of Cards? No. Jeff, you watch House I'm of Cards. So that's Freddie. Totally Freddie, the guy who runs the barbecue place. He plays one of the kangaroos. Here oh, that's him. He plays saxophone. Yep. Wow. The so, thing I like about Jeff, by the way, is he's <laughs> like this. He's like he's like the well, Silent Bob. He's Silent he, Bob. He knows totally. he's not mic'd. He's a professional. <laughs> so what I I agree with you that the the Rippers were a bad part of this, mm-hmm. but I still think the uh, the editing. I think the editing in this movie really could have used a once over. They could have gone back and been like, you know what, we could trim here. We could probably 
uh, you know, work around this a little bit to kind of work on the pacing of the movie yeah. and and sped up the storytelling process a little bit. I yeah. think that's where they fell a little bit short. Also, Lori Petty's direction, especially in like the voice acting when she's doing her her uh, her VO work, right? Really wooden. I thought it was yeah. really wooden. It's tough to. Uh, I'm not sure if they. I, f- I feel like they animated the sequences first and then showed them to her, and mm-hmm. and it's like three months later after filming has been wrapped, and she has to recall how she was on set, yeah. but do it in front of this, you know, this animated sequence that looks nothing what like saying. what she knows in her yeah, head. And not, there was a disconnect. Some of the animated stuff, especially as you got closer to the end, got better, but like especially the very the opening vo yeah. was really rough. Um, what do you think that the movie did right? Uh, you know what? I, I love the art direction. You were talking earlier about the costumes. I think she <laughs> changed costumes like 18 times in the hair and makeup. was so awesome. Yeah. My favorite one was the one where she's in on top of all of those bowling balls and the rippers. Yes. Thing, and she's got her hair in this like polka dot bow and it's just like boink. Yep. And she's so stinking cute and she's wearing. She's adorable. I mean, like she's perfect. Mm-hmm. She's perfect. Yeah. As Tank Girl and Jet Girl when she is in her flight suit at the very end. Oh, yeah. And it's like this leather thing, but the thing comes down in between her crotch. Yes, it does. And she's wearing the leather pants underneath it, and she's got the, the little, helmet on. And I just went, going on. and she's got the gun, and she aims it at the poor man's John Travolta. And I just, <laughs> I was like, the poor man's John Travolta. I was like, these people have done their comic book research, yes. and like whoever the costume and the makeup people were, Kudos. Like every time I saw Lori Petty's face, I fell in love because mm-hmm. she looked different. Each time her hair was different, her lips were different, her eyes were different. Yeah. You know, and it was solid. It was solid, solid makeup and it looked good. And even Subgirl and Cusack, and I was like looking at her and I was like, you're crazy looking. But you <laughs> could tell she was supposed to look crazy. You know, everybody looked great, uh-huh. you know, and it was just, it was looked like a comic book that's what it felt like yeah and that's why i liked it because mm-hmm. it was just it was perfect uh-huh. like perfect perfect but if the rippers had been man that just like just, just taken some more out time. like a just summer, take summer, take some more time. leave them out of the story man because they don't even show up until halfway through the movie yeah it's already kind of a long feeling movie i felt like when they had their helmets on they, they look sh- great they should have just left the helmets mm-hmm. on yeah all right it's how i felt watching predator <laughs> I loved him when he had the, the helmet on. The moment he took it off, I was oh like, my god! Yeah. When you're you're uh, one ugly motherfucker, that's right. <laughs> you are so ugly. Keep that shit Keep on. That shit <laughs> Do us a favor. <laughs> I agree with you, Hillary. I think the production design on this movie is the best thing about this right? movie. It's and so Lori Petty. And well, and Lori Petty is she is kind of like this living piece of art in this movie though she was perfect. you know you you look at her in every scene she's just kind of this accent she's an accent a piece of it you think of the t- when she's in solitary and she's in that frozen room and the way her eyes are like just glowing in that frozen room and you know when they put I her i can't in- play with myself in this thing. <laughs> yes. right and then they th- when they throw her in the pipe and then they, they bring her out and he's got the gun and she's like i win you know and and perfect just every every moment and the way that she's highlight they, the way they highlight her up against whatever the backdrop is mm-hmm. is wonderful and then also the way that the tank evolves throughout the course of the story yeah. and and make it fit her a little bit more I think they they took a lot of good care with you know evolving both the character Perfect. and and the production along with these characters yeah. they, I think they took a, a lot of time and attention with that, and I agree with you that's why it, it is kind of upsetting we're like wow those rippers are really <laughs> and they're shitty that's shitty <laughs> that that's pretty shitty yeah when um, she is parasailing on the when she like when she's parasailing yes. on the tank, yeah. and she's got the gun and she's like, oh, oh, yeah, she's making the gun noises and as she's, she's firing. Noises. She's, she's got the like, cigarette got hanging out of her yes. mouth, and it, they're they're colored cigarettes, yeah. uh-huh. and yeah. she's smoking these. Please, African American. So oh my god! Oh my god! I'm Why sorry. stop now? Why stop now? They're bright pink uh, with or bright yellow cigarettes. You oh. know, they're brightly colored. 
cigarettes. Does that sound better? That's, that'll yeah, work. That'll I'll, pass. I'll that'll pass. It. Thanks, Joel. I'll give it a but try. I mean, like Let's they're go. they're really nice. I mean, and she's like going uh, 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 making these noises while she's shooting, and her helmet is bright colors. Uh-huh. I mean, everything about her is it pops, it sticks out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. And here comes this tank, and it's got like flowers uh-huh. and, and like a, a chair and and an umbrella, <laughs> and a, and like <laughs> a big doll right on the front of it. And she's, a doll's head. She's and, on record as saying like when when they were showing her the comic book because she had heard of it for the first time and read the script and they were showing her her panels of, of what her character looked like and they were like she was like oh they made this for me <laughs> like yeah. it's me is yeah. basically what she said and it's like yeah she like she fits in she just, she nailed the the role i think and, and I, as somebody who knows nothing about the comic book or the way the character was supposed to be like i totally bought into her like she mm-hmm. she made me smile every time she was she on was, she was great. perfect punk rock uh-huh. i mean like she was total an anarchist and and I feel like if they had taken Naomi Watts' character and beefed it up just a little bit more, she would have fleshed it out uh-huh. just perfectly. And she is the per- she was a perfect, perfect complement mm-hmm. to all of that. And they worked the best. I think that was what made the entire movie so perfectly colorful. Yeah, and just it's still it's still. It still makes me giggle. It's it's so fun, and it, it, it would really have, it would have been nice to see just a little bit more story wise to just see these characters kind of relate a little bit more uh, to see them take the time to have these characters you know flesh out the relationship with each other just instead instead of t- you know burning through it so fast. Um, all right, so if we were to remake Tank Girl today, oh gosh, uh, if we were to so recast rough. it, uh, how would we do that? Joe, we'll start with you. Uh, okay, so I only cast three different characters. You said you have a, a lot of them, right? I have like nine. Oh my jeez! I have nine and a director. Hillary, how about you? Did you play along I with this? I actually chose three. Ooh, three okay. characters, and I didn't actually choose a director. I could. That's fine. Okay. Is it, is it the mean, top three though? Like it's it's, it's Lori Petty and uh, you see where mm-hmm. I'm going with this. You show? guys want to ping pong I, off I each think, other? I think we'll ping pong. Okay. So let let's do, do you want to do it? with yeah, and I'll, then you can I'll do the, the rest end. of them. I'll do I'll do okay, the end. That sounds good. Um, so, uh, well, let's start with the with, with the villain, with the Malcolm McDowell. He's British and he's a bad guy, so for me, you're going to go with Sean Bean. <laughs> like, that's a simple Sean, Sean Bean. Sean Bean. He one. dies in everything. Yeah, so well why, played. why make an exception, right? He can he can play that role. He he's kind of menacing. If he can play Ned Stark. <laughs> <laughs> the saddest character on oh the planet. Oh, my God, yes. Uh, what about you? What would you do um, for the Malcolm McDowell character? The Well, like an, if you want to go with, like, a British character, I was actually thinking younger British. Ooh. And I actually was going with a Game of Thrones kind of thing, mm-hmm. but I was thinking more along the lines of that guy that's currently playing. Um, oh, shit, you know who I'm talking no, about? No, because I don't watch Game of Thrones oh, at all. Um, he's playing. He's playing. I'll pull um, it up. He's playing the creepy. Uh, God, what's his name? Jeff, you might need a, an assist here. He's looking <laughs> it up. He knows. No, no. Um, he's playing. Oh my God! How can I think about it? He's playing the bastard son of. Um, Oh, oh, uh, Snow. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, no, he's he's got Theon Greyjoy prisoner right now. Yes. I can't remember his name. The right bastard now. son of Is it that guy. You just stuck it in the whole thing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> damn it! <laughs> Story of my life. Um, he's the bastard son of um, you know, <laughs> one of those dudes, right. the new warden of the north. He's the bastard son. He's yes. currently holding Theon Greyjoy. He's really super creepy. All right. So the listeners, though. Jeff yeah, knows, the right? Li- the listeners But he's younger. He's younger. And I just feel that like, maybe if they're going to go with a younger cast, it, it could work. Right. Okay. Jeff, pipe in when you, when you got that name. Uh, I'm going to move on to the... I, na- I am DBM. There you go. I'm going to move on to the Naomi Watts character. Ramsey Snow. Ramsey the- Snow. <gasps> there you go. That's, his, that's the character's name is Ramsey Snow. Thank God. Man, <laughs> my husband is literally listening to this probably. Yelling going, at the... He's, gonna be like, he's going, how could you? You call yourself divorce? a fan. <laughs> you call yourself a fan. I'm sending you to the wall. That's right. <laughs> So the Naomi Watts character. Jet Girl. Uh, Jet Girl. Yeah, that's right. I know that now. I will forever remember that. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm in love with this chick. Shailene Woodley from the Divergent movies. Yeah, you like Shailene Woodley. Because she's kind that's... of like innocent and you put the glasses on her, but then you can see her like kicking ass the kind of singing the same way she does in the Divergent movies. So I'm a big fan. I was going with another young cast member, mm-hmm. and I thought, honestly, because she has a new short hairdo, that Emma Watson would be super <gasps> cute. Emma Watson would oh, be great. And I think she would be really good. Would be really good. good. Oh, and I God. thought she could really handle herself and if you wanted to go with a more curvy younger but not too old person mm-hmm. you could totally do Haley Atwell right now Haley she, Atwell would be good too yeah. who's that because she's uh Agent Agent Carter. Carter 
Oh, from Hell Captain America. Yes. Yeah. Hell yes. And I'm going to tell you right now because Haley Atwell is all. About, I'm all about, and she's got the action chops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She could seriously kick some major, major tuckus. Good That's call. Cool. I like yeah, that a lot. That's a good one. Uh, you want me to move on to Tank Girl then before we get to you, Joe? Yeah, go on. Go All on, right. I'm, I'm, I've got a theme. I've in got the, an ensemble. The t- Ooh, oh, I love an these. Ensemble. An ensemble. Ensemble. Uh, in the titular role, uh, played by Laurie Petty in this movie. Man, this is a tough one. We talked about it earlier. Who do you get? Uh, I'm predicting somebody's uh, got my choice here. Um, picture Tank Girl. Uh, sitting on top of a wrecking ball and swinging back and forth. Oh my in God, the, no! In you the did form not. of Miley Cyrus is going to be my tank girl, I sticking didn't. her tongue out. She's skinny. She already got the short hair. That is not who she I picked. She changes that outfits like twenty times. Miley Cyrus is tank girl. Wow. I'm going to give you a big thumbs down for that one. Mm, it's all right. <laughs> I chose Ellen Page. That's oh, not, not ba- Juno. Yeah, that's not who I picked either. Ooh, um, I thought Ellen Page. Um, my husband and I were talking about it because she could totally pull it off. She's super she's, cute. She would be good. She's little. Um, and then I thought she was just so punk rock enough to do it. She, she kind of be, is. She would be good. I've never I mean, seen and her. And I could see her, like, she would probably shave her head mm-hmm. oh, yeah, with just would. a tiny tuft of hair in the front. And For she'd be art. like, what? That would be fun. Mm-hmm. She's adorable. Oh, never... I, I, can't wait to, I can't wait to tell you the one that I, oh, who I picked. No. Never... I'm probably going to say that that's probably perfect. <laughs> and I'm just going to freak out. You can't top it. You might, you might tear up. All right. Oh, no. Let's hear okay. it, Joe. So here hands? we go. Here we go. <laughs> so I went with, I kind of went thematic. All right. Um, but it's kind of, it's kind of a, a best of uh, my favorite nerddoms. Ooh. Um, all right. So oh, shit. already uh-huh. in my version of Tank Girl, I've given my tank more of a personality and a voice. Mm. And I decided that voice should be Alan Tudyk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Uh, Are you directing this movie? Uh, no, no, no. I'm not I'm directing it. There's no way. Oh, wait, wait. Wins. Joss Whedon is directing? There's no, not Joss Whedon. <laughs> please, please, no pre-guesses. But, but we're going to... No, that's okay. I think that's fun. Can um, I pre-guess? No, I, I went ahead no, and is... I recast the rat face Iggy Pop character. Oh, God. Why? You went deep. Um, and you I decided... Deep. He still looks the same. I decided I decided that I would like James Marsters to play that role. <laughs> James Marsters? <laughs> yes. Wow. Spike himself. Um, Subgirl would show up. And she in would, a sub, she would be played by Jewel State. <gasps> you're really, you're you're re- you are seriously pulling. You're pulling out all the buffsters. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh. so Sergeant Small, who was uh, Kesley's right hand man. Yes, it's Nathan Fillion. <laughs> no. Jamie Bamber. <laughs> Wait, who's that? Leah Dama, baby. <laughs> Leah Dama from yeah, Battlestar Galactica. No. All right, so Booga would be played by Fran Kranz. Who was in Dollhouse? He was also in Cabin in the Woods. He was the stoner in Cabin oh, in the Woods. Oh, I love that oh guy! Oh my God, you're Much kidding. Ado About Nothing as well. Uh huh. And uh, speaking of Much Ado About Nothing, Whoa. Kesley would be played by Alexis Denisoff. Oh my God, you're kidding! <laughs> that guy's great. T Saint, uh, would be the Wesley ice, the, he's the ice tea guy, would be J August Richards. Um, really? From Angel. I know who that is. Speaking of Angel, Jet Girl, played by Amy Acker. <gasps> Ooh. Which is going to bring us to Tank oh Girl. My God, I love oh. you so much. Tank Girl is going to be played by Katie Sackhoff. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I'm squeeing in my pants. This is the ultimate fangirl. That is my woman crush, y'all. That is pretty good. I think Katie Sackhoff would be the most amazing Tank Girl ever. Joe, just I playing. <sighs> just playing. How did I not pick Starbuck? I... Just basically be Starbuck. In a tank. How did I not pick Katie? I don't know, because I really thought like you and I would be on the same level. You know, I'm like rewatching right now. <laughs> I know, like, for real. I know. I'm really surprised you didn't go Katie Sackhoff. I smell a 2016 Eddie Award uh, <laughs> right? recast nomination right Katie, there. Katie, if you're listening, I didn't mean it. I would not really <laughs> stick my tongue. Don't worry, she's not. Uh, and all this directed by Cabin in the Woods director of Drew. Of course, Goddard. yeah. So uh, nicely done. There we go. Also wrote high fives all around. That's right. Uh, so that's it. Uh, that is a really nice cast. Thank you very much. Well I, done. I, I took some but no Nathan Fillion. No, I decided Nathan Fillion good. could take a break on that. You know, since, you know why? He's too likable. I don't since, want to see him since, play a Who villain. was your bad guy again? Since uh, It was uh, Alexis Denisov. Oh, Alexis Denisov. That's a good yeah. choice. Wesley Wyndham Price. You know what? I bet I could get Nathan Fillion to come in and be one of the other kangaroo guys. He could be a kangaroo. <laughs> he, he could be the iced tea role. He'd be the, the, the Doug Jones role, the one where you don't know <laughs> yeah. which one is Doug Jones. Exactly. Where you're like looking at him going... Which one Which is one? Doug Jones? Which one is Nathan Fillion? <laughs> All right, so if you've got any thoughts about our recastings, if you have any thoughts about what we've had to say about Tank Girl, if there's anything we didn't mention that you would like to say, you could shout back at us on Facebook. Just look for the editing bay on Facebook in the search bar. Put in the editing bay. Look for the woman with the bleeding eyes. 
That's us. <laughs> uh, and then just go there and let us know your comments. If you have any suggestions for what you'd like for us to talk about next, you can go ahead and put that there as well. We also have a website, right, Joel? We sure do. It is not the Editing Bay. It's not Edit Bay. It is EditingBay.com. You can go there and find out all about the show and all the things we have coming up. Uh, we don't have anything right now, but uh, stay tuned because 2015 is going to be a busy year for us. Uh, you can also follow us on our Twitter handle, which is at... The Editing Bay. It's the only time you can use the the at The Editing Bay. Uh, and if you follow us, you'll see a lovely uh, photo of our co-host to, for today, Hillary, holding up uh, her very own issue of Tank Girl. So follow <laughs> us and uh, spread the word. That's right. Uh, also, if you get our podcasts through the uh, podcasting app or iTunes, what we would really love if you could do that, take the time to give us a review. Uh, a rating, a five star rating, would be fantastic, uh, and uh, and just a review, letting uh, letting us know what you like about us, what you don't mm-hmm. like. You know what? Don't even tell us what you don't like. Just let us know <laughs> what you absolutely love. Go there and call me a misogynist. That's and, that's uh, right. Racist and whatever you want. Um, the mis- no, that was me. The misogynist <laughs> thing is that's that's. Do you want a massage? Best. What? Uh, yeah, that'd be that'd be wonderful. Uh, no, but if you give us a rating review, not just for our show, but all of the Next Wave Radio shows, we've got MVP the sports show with mm-hmm. Matthew and Daniel and myself. We've been talking about professional wrestling leading yes, up to WrestleMania. Oh um, and we've also got My Comic Life with Jeff and Sam. Uh, 8-Bit it. Gladiators with Jeff and uh, and John sure. and Jay. And, uh, and also, uh, Jeff and I do Afternoon Delight right here on the Editing Bay podcast yeah. channel. In fact, right now, this week, we've got uh, our review of Unfinished Business with uh, with Vince Vaughn, I just uh, just listened to that episode on the way over here, and a lot, a lot of insights there. I was uh, intrigued by what you had to say. <laughs> yes, it was this close, mm-hmm. this close, man. I this, still might see it. Yeah, I still like you know Vince Vaughn. It's <laughs> maybe we'll shake your wait. Head, Jeff. Maybe wait. I heard what you had to say. Maybe <laughs> wait. Um, all right, so uh, we will see you next week. Wait. And uh, the movie yeah. that we will be watching, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this one a suggestion from one of our listeners, um, Swordfish. <gasps> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, with I've Jackman. never Jackman seen this one. And, and the rich man's John Travolta. <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> oh, out The rich man's John Travolta. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, come on, uh, come on back next week for, uh, for Swordfish. There's an we'll eye roll about for that. you in that. <laughs> and, uh, oh, oh, by the way, again, you can catch Hillary. Uh, she writes for Boomsticks Comics. And uh, Boomstick Comics? Yes, it's you know www.boomstickcomics.com. <laughs> and I will be, actually tomorrow, I'll be at the red carpet screening for Home. Which will be today, because this will be going oh. up today. Um, today. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, today. No, <laughs> pre-recorded live. Thing. I'm um, so sorry. And, and, uh, and plug the podcast again that you're on. Um, it's multi- Sometimes I'm on Multimedia Men, mm-hmm. uh, and that airs, um, we air on Mondays, I think. Okay. Oh, competition, Joe. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> room for a lot They podcasts. talk about crazy stuff, <laughs> crazy stuff all the time. Just like us. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for yeah, having me. I've pleasure. had the most wonderful time, and I would love to come back when you Please, awesome. please yeah. come back soon. Um, all right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next week with Swordfish. We are the Editing Bay, and we're out of here. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.